Hey guys, Brian with Cajun Cardboard coming at you from the great state of Louisiana with a sort of a part two episode here on the Luca Nation Network featuring my guest, Jonathan Pixley, Coach Pixley. We're here to talk uh, two days ago. I think this is going to air on Thursday, the 27th. Two days ago, we discussed our NBA 2022 season team predictions. Who's going to finish where in the West? Who's going to finish where in the East? Who's going to win the East? Who's going to win the West in the playoffs? And who's going to be, uh, you know, the team holding the title at the end of the year? Um, we both chose, I guess we can say it now since it's already out in case you haven't seen it. We both chose uh, different teams. I, I chose the Warriors to win it and you chose the Bucks to win it. But today we're here to talk about the individual awards, which is something we care about as super selfish former basketball players who cared about getting ours. Uh, we're here to talk about the individual awards and the statistical accolades that come with being an NBA player. Um, thoughts? Anything that we need to discuss before we get cranking? Um, we're going to do top three in most of these categories, right? Correct. Um, predicting that. And I think that uh, obviously taking health into account, like you can't guess right. that is not going to be. We're just hoping that everybody's healthy. So that's it. Don't flame us if one of our guys breaks a leg. It goes Gordon Hayward in game one or whatever. Uh, to be fair, and just so people know, so we don't look stupid, we talked about it on the other show. We're recording this. We're recording them back to back. So we're recording this on October 19th. The NBA season started last night and there was only two games. So we're recording this before the first full slate of NBA games. Right. And so forgive us if somebody gets hurt between now and I guess that would be eight days later when you're actually watching the show on the 27th. Uh, that should be 10 days into the season. So uh, I don't think any of these things will be decided by then. Uh, but we didn't want to look stupid if somebody got hurt or right. whatever, decided not to play or whatever, whatever the case may be. Uh, all right, what do you want to do first? It's totally your call, man. I've got this incredible graphic pulled up. It's called Excel. It's a spreadsheet. You may have heard of it. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. That's actually, is that Excel or a Google Sheet? Because Well, it's, you know, when I share my screen, I got to use Google Sheets. And so I convert my Excel spreadsheet into a Google Sheet, which is not a perfect format, but uh, I make it work for now. I've got very important, uh, very expensive, smart, young IT people coming in to create a, a great graphics overlay for me to use going forward. So at some point, we're going to look like we know what we're doing. But for now, we're just going to be a bunch of amateur hacks from Louisiana talking about basketball. Uh, what do you want to do first? So I think um, let's start because we're going to talk all NBA and all rookie teams, right? Um but we also had statistical categories. I'd like to start yeah. there with points per game, okay. rebounds per game, and assists per game leaders. Let's start there. Let's go there. Let's start with your. Let's start with points per game, and uh, let's just you give me your three. I'll give you my three, or we can do vice versa. What do you want to do? Uh, I'll start this one, and you start the next one. Yeah, that's a, that sounds like a plan. That sounds like a plan. And again, we always say this: we don't have any idea. You don't know anything that's under these these black highlighted, right? I just highlighted in black because that's the yeah. only way for me to hide it, and then I'll reveal them one at a time. But we don't share this beforehand, so we could look either very – we could look stupid together, smart together, or one could look stupid and one could look smart. We won't know until, uh, you know, June, but at some point we'll, we'll know. So uh, right. talk to me. Give me your top three in points per game. Okay. So I, I think we're uh, – at third for me is Kevin Durant. I think he's going to play enough games to qualify. Okay. Um, but I don't think he's going to care about winning a scoring title because he's already won like four of them, I think. Um, okay. So I have him third. I have Giannis second, and yep. I have uh, Luka Doncic winning his first ever scoring title. 
because losing uh, what he lost last year, uh, even though Jalen Brunson obviously is you know not a top ten scorer, uh, yeah. I think he's going to put even more of the scoring load. His his percentages may go down a little bit, uh, but I think he's going to score more points. Okay, uh, I went Doncic third, uh, and he was right there last year. Uh, Giannis second, and then I went Tatum first. Um, like we talked about this on the prior video that uh, viewers might have watched on Tuesday. If you missed it, go check it out. It's on the Luka yeah. Nation Network. Uh, it was our NBA team predictions for where the teams would stand. Uh, I have Tatum first because I think Tatum uh, at this point cares more about winning the scoring title than these other two guys on the list. I could very easily – I cannot argue with you on Kevin Durant. I just get the feeling that's going to be shared a little bit with Kyrie Irving, who's also trying to go get his, as we like to say. Um we both have Giannis and Doncic in our top three. It could go any direction. Tatum could finish fifth and still have a great season. Uh, yeah. I definitely could see Doncic do it because he was knocking on the doorstep last year. In fact, I think uh, – do I have this sorted by points? Let me sort this by points. Where did he finish last year? He was third. Uh, third, man. He was right there. Was, Neither one of us haven't beat. He was second, dude. He was second. Giannis was second. Yeah. Yeah, Giannis was second. I got, I'm got. i talking yeah. about Doncic. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. Neither one of us have Embiid in our top three, and he actually led the league. Well, LeBron led the league, but he didn't qualify. Neither one of us have Embiid. Neither one of us have LeBron, who I do think is going to have to take a step back because last year was just unprecedented. Neither one of us, uh, obviously, I don't think DeRozan can replicate what he did. Jokic has help, so I don't consider Jokic having any chance to do this. I'm not saying he can't if he wanted to, but I don't think he's going to have a chance. He's going to have so much more – so many more field goal attempts are going to be distributed to – um, to uh, Bones Highland. No, I'm just kidding. To, to Michael Porter and uh, and you got Jamal Murray coming back healthy, hopefully. Uh, but really, Embiid's the the glaring mystery here that neither one of us have Embiid in our top three. But uh, I guess that might not bode well for our MVP predictions either. But uh, what did you think about taking it Embiid from the scoring title last year to not being in the top three? First of all, I think Tatum will finish in the top five in scoring. So I'm not disagreeing with you on, yeah. on the, that. Uh, Embiid, I'll be honest with you, man. I'm not sure he's going to lead their team in scoring this year. I, really? I'm not. I'm not I, w- I would bank on him. I would bet on him doing it, but he's not going to average 30. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. And so, in order to win it, you got to average 30. So, I, I don't have him ahead of any of those guys. Yeah. So, um, well, I think any of my three could do it, and, and we share two. And then I certainly think uh, that any of your three could do it. There's no question. Tatum's going to have an issue with Brown, man, because I'm going to tell you, Jalen Brown's going. I mean, he put up numbers last year. His his numbers are going to increase this year too. They are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I yeah, we'll see. Giannis normally, you know, the concern with Giannis is he's sitting a lot of fourth quarters because they're so damn good and they want to keep him fresh. But I guess you get the same issue with with Tatum. But Doncic is not going to be able to sit fourth quarters because they're going to be. It's going to be a dogfight for those cats, man. I'm telling you, he has no help, and when he's not on the floor. A 10-point lead could disappear in 40 seconds uh, for the Mavericks. So I think Doncic could put up four to five 50-point games this year. Yeah, and I think I was going to say it cuts both ways. Like, he's got to play more. He has to play more. I don't think he's ever going to be able to shift into cruise control like Tatum and Giannis will be able to uh, just because of of how much better their teammates are. Uh, Mm -hmm. Doncic does not have that secondary guy to hand the ball over to. Uh, and say, okay, go run this. Let me take eight minutes off. He just doesn't have it, man. So, yeah. uh, so you're right. That that's going to bode well for Doncic uh, getting all those minutes. Uh, let's do rebounds next. And I've got my top three. This is not really the sexiest category. Um, 
I got Jokic and Bede and Giannis. I don't have Gobert in here. I think uh, Cat and Jaden McDaniels will steal enough rebounds from him where he won't be there. I have Jokic first because uh, I think Jokic and Gobert both average right at 11 last year. I think Jokic might average more because he's got to do less on offense. Uh, no, Jokic was almost 14 last year. He was like 13.8 last year. What did I do wrong? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Hold on. Where are we on rebounds? There we are. He was second in the league in rebounding last year. I know that. Sorry, 14.7. Yeah. So I've got him, I've got him jumping. I've got him leapfrogging because Gobert is going to give some up to towns. And I've got Jokic actually getting more um, because I don't think he's gonna have to do as much scoring the ball. So I think he's gonna have a little more energy to rebound the ball and pass the ball. So I wouldn't be surprised. I know this is gonna sound crazy because he assists the hell out of it. I wouldn't be surprised if Jokic rebounds and assists go up, but mm-hmm. his uh his points go down and his percentages will actually improve. I just think less is going to be required if so much was required of him last year. Hopefully a healthy Murray and Porter will reduce and diminish the, 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 the requirements from Jokic as far as that team goes. Uh, Embiid's just steady Eddie. Giannis is steady Eddie. Uh, I easily could have put Gobert in there. I, I don't know if there's anybody else. I mean, if we look at the list from last year, Sabonis is always a threat, but I think he's going to have to score so much. Capella is going to drop off the face of the earth, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, and Okongu is going to take some of his minutes. Uh, so that's really it for me, man. I don't think anybody else really is going to push that uh, that lead the lead. Who are your three, Jonathan? So I had um, Jokic leading it because I agree. Yep. I think he actually may push a triple-double this year. I don't think he's going to get it, but I think he could be in that eight-and-a-half assists potentially deal. Yeah. Um, I have Gobert second because I, I don't think he's. I don't think Towns is going to steal rebounds from him because Towns is going to play where he's always wanted to play, which is as far away from the basket as possible. <laughs> You're taking um, shots at Towns, man. I'm not a fan. And then I uh, and then I am I Giannis third. So yeah. uh, th- those are my three. Close, yeah. close. Yep. Uh, Embiid with somewhere fourth, fifth. Embiid I'm four. assuming. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So again, not the sexiest, and really, I'd be shocked if. Any of the four that we talked about, and I'll throw Embiid in there, and you could throw Gobert in there. If any of those four didn't lead the league in rebounds, yeah, I'd be shocked, right? Yeah. Um, but I guess anything's possible. Jakob Pertle, maybe you never know. Yep. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, assist leaders. I just removed mine first. Sorry, I know we were flip flopping. Well, like yeah. Um, I got Doncic one, Harden two, and Darius Garland three. This was tough hmm. for me. Um, hmm. but that's my three. I think last year Chris Paul led. The NBA and assist 10.8. Yep. Um, but I've got these three uh, for the same reasons. Even though Doncic doesn't have the greatest teammates, he didn't have the greatest teammates last year, and he still uh, was at or near the top of the league in assists. I think Harden is going to have an absolutely humongous year this year. I really do. Uh, and then Garland is just ready to take that next step. He took, obviously, a massive step last year and made uh, you know $100 million-plus because of it. And right. you saw that the you know increase in the wins column for that Cleveland team. Uh, Mobley was big, but Garland was the bigger reason for that, just because sure. he did so much and he just he was like a puppet master. He reminds me—I've said it before—he's like a uh, Kyrie without the crazy man. He reminds me of Kyrie Irving. Doesn't score it as well, right. and, but just like the way they play horizontally, not so much vertically. Similar body types. Both pretty good finishers at the rim. Obviously, Kyrie is on a next level. Uh, but I like Garland. I like his upside. I've got him as my third assist leader. This is tougher. This is a lot tougher because you know how I feel about Ben Simmons. And when you have no responsibility whatsoever to ever score and all you have to care about is rebounding and assists, you should lead the league in assists when you're a great passer and you're 6'11". Uh, so it was hard for me to leave Ben Simmons out of here. 
Uh, LeBron, I just don't think it's going to happen because this team's just a cluster. Um, right. What else? So tell me who you got in your top three. Well, I don't think Ben Simmons can lead the league because he's got only he's really going to get the majority of his assists in transition, I would think, because because Katie and Kyrie are handling. I suppose. Um, I uh, I'm a shocky here a little bit, and I, I like Garland too. The issue I have with Garland is that he's playing with one of the most uh, ball dominant guys ever, and so yeah. it's hard to assist when you're like that. And those other guys aren't really catching shoots yet. No, they're not. You know, so I had I actually have Harden leading the league in assists because I think he's going to get a lot of those Stockton to Malone, dump it in the post, you know, two dribble uh, assists that Embiid will provide for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Luca second, uh, and I have Jokic third. I think he's. Oh, you do think he's going to take a huge step forward? Okay, really so do. if we look at last year, let's look at last year's real quick. I don't want to waste too much time on assists, but let's look at last year. So yeah, I was right. Chris Paul was one. Harden was second last year in, by all accounts, in everybody's standards, a very down year. So it's certainly doable for Harden to average 11, 11 plus this year. I would think on a much yep. better team, looking much better based on one night of basketball that we got to watch. Trey Young's the one where. Uh, it was tough. It was tough to decide. I just think if you look at three and four, I mean, look at three and four. There's your answer. That's why we don't think either one of them can jump exactly. to one. They're on the same team. And so right. there's just not enough assists to go around. If they both average 9.7 and 9.2, that means the Atlanta Hawks are scoring 146 a night. And mm-hmm. I just don't think that's likely, no matter how big a step forward in Kongwu yeah. takes or DeAndre Hunter. Uh, so, and then that's why I jumped Doncic and Garland in there. Tyrese Halliburton uh, is has the potential. He reminds me of DeJounte Murray, the way his stat lines usually look at the end of games. Uh, so there's a chance there. Uh, LaMelo is a guy that we probably ignore. I don't, I, I can tell you why I didn't put him in there. I think he might be the best passer in the NBA, but mm-hmm. I didn't put him in there just because his team sucks. He's and he's bad. hurt. Yeah. And he's hurt. He's I, I look at this. I think that you, uh, Chris Paul, I, I think they're going to treat him differently this year, potentially, which was, Hard for me to put him as high from a standpoint of uh, the Suns being as high in the regular season as they are. I, just, I still think they're just going to win a bunch of games regardless. Um, I think they're going to back off of him a little bit in from a minute standpoint because he wears down in the playoffs every year. You yeah, know? Yeah. Um, and so I think – I don't think he's going to be there. And then I look at Jokic, and they run so much dribble handoff uh, that can turn into backdoor stuff that – and and when you're now handing it off yeah. to Jamal Murray and Michael real Paul, players, yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> finally, it's right, really different, you know. Um, yeah. So I really, I'm thinking, you know, Jokic was right at eight last year. What if he got to nine, nine point two? I think he, he could finish third. I think. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, the Chris Paul deal, you know, if you back off Chris Paul, does that mean you give campaign more minutes, or do you think that means you uh, you kind of transition a little bit more to Booker doing more? Yeah. Yeah. Guard stuff, yeah, more point guard type stuff, yeah. and give uh, either reduce Chris Paul's minutes or at least move him off the ball a little bit and let Booker be more of a creator, uh, which he's clearly capable of doing because he's done it before when Chris Paul was injured. Um, uh, assists again, there you go. Uh, Doncic, Harden, Garland for me. Uh, and who'd you say? Bones Highland, Harden, Doncic, and Jokic. Harden, Doncic, and Jokic. Got it. Yep, Jokic and Garland, a tiny guy and a giant guy. Yep. Uh, what do you want to do next? It's your call, and it's your reveal first. Let's do most improved player. Okay, let's do it. That's the most – we talked about this. This is impossible. Like, what are, what are we doing here? This is freaking impossible. Uh, I took sixth man off because that's the dumbest award. I just hate that award. Like, what are you saying? You're like the 151st best player in the NBA. I think it's the stupidest award. I hate sixth man of the year. Uh, so let's go with 
uh, NBA most improved. I'm not going to reveal it. You go first. You tell me your three. Jordan Poole is going to win the six-man award, even though he should be a starter, by the way. <laughs> okay. That, that's how dumb the award is. I agree with that. So uh, my most improved, um, finishing third for that, I had Tyrese Halliburton. Finishing okay. runner-up, I had Tyrese Maxey. And I think Anthony Edwards is going to be the most improved player because I think he's going to he's going to push for an All NBA slot this year. And you went for three real good players, like All Star caliber players. Oh yeah, yeah. But I think they're going to make a huge jump. This will be the last time the first two guys probably have a chance to win the award. You know, this will um, be so good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Halliburton, Maxi, and Anthony Edwards, fair man. I can't argue with any of those three. Um, I, I'm a little bit selfish here. It was really hard for me not to put Anthony Simons in this list. You went with super megastars. I went with uh, Joshua Primo, who is um, – I, I really, really am high on Joshua Primo. I don't know how much San Antonio Spurs basketball you've gotten to watch. They're a, It's a G League team, Jonathan. They're, they used to be the Boston Main Claws, and now they're called the San Antonio Spurs, and so they got yeah, a bunch of G League guys. As little as I can watch. Yeah, as little as I can <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I got Joshua Primo taking a massive step forward. Um, for him to do that, they probably need to hand him the ball and let him play the point. Right now, it sounds like Trey Jones is going to be their point guard. Not Tyus Jones, but Trey Jones. Uh, and then Vassell wants to get a bunch of shots up. I don't see it with Vassell. I don't see him being the guy. I think Joshua Primo is the guy. And I think he's going to end up being the best player in that franchise, better than Keldon Johnson. Um, and the other thing you got to remember is, they're really, really going to try to lose, which is going to piss Popovich off. But they are uh, shooting for 10 wins, no more. The, <laughs> so, irony, the irony in that is, well, first of all, all three of the guys you just named, including Keldon Johnson, none of those three will ever start on a title team, ever. Right. But the second thing is, how can Popovich be pissed about them losing when he told the press, I'm just going to say this, if – I wouldn't any of you go to Vegas and bet on us to win the championship this year, right? <laughs> I mean, so how can you – which I think is great, by the way. But that is so, great, yeah. uh, and I'm not so uh, so good. Uh, Lori Markinen will have the greenest green light on earth. Uh, he sure. destroyed uh, EuroBasket. Um, he's destroyed the preseason. He had a very good bounce back year last year in Cleveland, and I, I know this is gonna sound crazy. I think he's like 24 a night, man. I really do. Like I think the guy's really freaking good. Um, I think he's 24 nine. I don't 24 see that. nine. Put book it. I'm, that is my hot take of this whole video. Lori Marketing is going to have a massive, massive season for the worst team in the NBA or the second worst team. It's going to be the Spurs and then battling out. This hot. I've never really gotten uh, clarity on what a hot take is. Is a hot take a dumbass take? Is that what that is? <laughs> it can I mean, be. It can know. be. I, yeah. I haven't really known. I know. You know. Uh, Lori Markin Markinen doesn't have twenty four and nine in him in combined seasons. I don't think. But uh, you're gonna no you're gonna eat those words. He's a, you're gonna eat those player. words when Lori Markinen is pushing. He's pushing for third team All NBA. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be the best Finnish player, not the best finisher, but the best player from Finland in the NBA this year. I think by far. I don't even think it'll be close. If we have an award for that. Then that's yeah. If they have more for that, it's a wrap, right? Yeah. We didn't we didn't put that one on here. And then I've got Kevin Porter one because number one, I am absolutely subjective and selfish, and I am uh, on the Kevin Porter hype train. Uh, off screen to my right, I've got hundreds and hundreds of Kevin Porter Jr. rookie cards that I'm sending to PSA and sec even second year crazy stuff. Uh, I am a huge believer in Kevin Porter. They finally sort of paid him. They I, at first I was like, God damn, they really invested, and then I 
got the details of that contract and it's kind of like one year guaranteed and then some incentive laden stuff and some objectives he's got to hit. Um, Very smart by Houston. Very smart, by the way, to do that. To pay him or to, or to stagger it like that. Yeah. Well, you never know. I mean, uh, I was in an argument on Instagram. We were arguing about what type of food he threw at upper management in the locker room when they gave his locker to somebody. And I can't remember if it was chicken nuggets. Somebody said it was chicken soup. And then somebody said it was just like, a chicken wing. And I was like, I thought it was McDonald's. Like I literally, I, cause I thought that I remember hearing the story and I was like, number one, yeah. you shouldn't eat McDonald's. And number two, I thought he like threw a happy meal at like some dude in upper management, like one of the owners or something because they gave his locker to some veteran. I almost put Jalen green on my list, but there was a reason why I didn't, which would have been the same that Kevin Porter wouldn't have been on my list. Well, first reason is the Rockets are going to suck again. The second reason is both of those guys play together. And the third reason is because neither one of them is ever going to understand how to play basketball. That's your, I'm telling you, you are, you are going to eat your words again. This most improved player list that I've put together here, it's like free gold. It's like, it's like I'm handing people thousands of dollars. Just go bet it. It's a, just book it. Porter, marketing and Primo, man, in that order, just book it. Like I said, if you can't tell, I'm being very sarcastic and facetious here. Uh, I do. This is my list, and I do think that these are the guys that could take huge steps forward. You took it a different route and went with really good players becoming great. Yeah. I went with guys that are off the radar becoming really good players because they're in situations that are ripe for huge steps forward in statistics. So we took it in different directions. We'll see whose list is better. Uh, and how it turns out. I certainly can't argue with Anthony Edwards taking the next step and being one of the 10 best players in the world. I saw somebody had Zion on their list, and I'm like, this is not the comeback player of the year. This is the most improved. Like, Yeah, I think it would be hard. Yeah, to, it, really. I can't wrap my brain around that because he didn't play at all. So I don't I don't think – I don't even know if you can win that award. I don't, I don't know if you can win it if you didn't play at all. It's almost like you got to play and be right. okay and then get great or just not be good at all and then be mediocre. I don't know. Uh, let's do coach of the year because it sucks the most and it's boring yeah. as hell. And it really yeah. just has to do with our predicted order of finish probably. So yeah. we might need to revisit some of that. I'll do mine first. Yeah. Um, I went with Steve Kerr first in a completely out of left field, yeah. uh, unconventional thing. Like we talked about, normally they just find a team that won 10 or 15 more games than people thought they would. Yeah. This year, I think they're going to give it to Steve Kerr. He's already dealing with Draymond punch and pool in the face. Um, and we've talked about their depth. I think this team has a chance to be historically good in the regular season win column uh, and push 70. I, I really do. I, I think they're going to be that good um, when you could put, you know, Clay and Steph on the bench and you can run guys like Moody and Wiseman. Uh, I won't say Kaminga because I personally think Kaminga sucks. I've watched him play a hundred times. I don't think that guy's any good at all. I don't think he has any basketball IQ whatsoever, nor any basketball skill. Uh, but Poole, Wiseman, and Moody, and you can throw them in there and, and give minutes to, to Clay and Steph, I think it's going to be a problem for the league. So I think Kerr's going to get pushed 70 games, and I think they're going to give it to him because I don't think anything else crazy is going to happen. Uh, Chris Finch, for those of you who don't know, which is 99.999% of the world, he coaches the Minnesota Timberwolves. Right. Uh, and I like you saw in my projected standings, I got the Timberwolves finished second. Could they finish third or fourth? Sure. But I think even if they finish third or fourth, he's going to be in the running. Managing your boy, Carl Anthony Towns, right, is going to be a problem with Gobert, who's also a sensitive weirdo. Uh, and then I got Mike Brown uh, third as the coach of the Kings because I think the Kings are going to push for the um, – you know, into the play, they're going to be in the play in, I think. 
And it's been so long since anybody's given any award to anybody on the Sacramento Kings that I think there's going to be a, a big push for Mike Brown. And people really like Mike Brown. I, I never saw him being a great coach myself personally. But uh, the way you hear other people talk about him in the league, talk about him, they seem to think he's a great coach. And usually narratives are written, uh, you know, when people are very likable. There's one guy that I really hated to leave off. It's Willie Green. And you yeah. might have him on your list. You probably do. Uh, Willie Green and Mike Brown, for me, are interchangeable. Teams that weren't on the radar, that now are, and that should take a big jump forward. And everybody likes those coaches so much. Yeah. So those are my three. Kerr, Finch, and Brown. What do you got? So, um I think, uh, you know, Kerr, Kerr's won it one other time, and that was in 16 when they won the 72 games – or the 73 games, I'm sorry. Um, I don't think that they'll come close to winning 70. I think they'll probably win 60, 61 games this year. Um, and, and I think that, no. that he's on a list. He, I have him finishing third just because they'll be the best team possibly in the whole league. Um, I have Mike Malone finishing second. I think that uh, there, there's been talk about him. He should have won it the last, you know, maybe a couple different times, not last year. but uh, And then I have Willie Green winning it. And the reason I have Willie Green winning it is because, yeah, the jump that they're going to make and all that. But people are talking about it already, right? And it's like yeah. a thing everybody's talking about. And I think the Coach of the Year Award is the dumbest award ever because – it and, it and at every level, okay, because <laughs> I know – okay, just taking it from experience – I had to do a lot more coaching when I had less talented guys. Like I had to be a much better. I saw it. You, you, right, you saw the whole. Thing. I coached with you for a decade, right? So yeah, that was, was you're right. different when you're like, oh, and people are saying, man, y'all are winning state championships, and look at the offense y'all are running, dude. I'm giving the best players the ball, let them go score. Like that's not hard to do, but when you have to manage, yeah. Right? <clears throat> and so. All these guys are going to benefit. I think Finch is a great one to have on the list because I do think they're going to make a jump. Um, but those would be my three. I have Willie Green, Malone, and Steve Kerr in that order. Yeah, can't argue with that. Yeah. Can't argue with that. Willie Green and Mike Brown, for me, are interchangeable for exactly the same reasons. Yep. It's just a matter of who's going to win you know, more games, and they're both in the West. So I guess you know history will will dictate that. Uh, we got our All-NBAs. Let's do uh, – you want to do uh, NBA Defensive Player of the Year? Let's get that no, out of the Let's way. go to all – you let's do the all rookie team. Let's go all rookie team first. All rookie team. You yeah. want to do all rookie team, but we've got our, our rookie of the year first. You want to do rookie I of the know, year? I know, but let's do the all rookie team. Okay. First. Okay. The rookie of the year. Yeah. Do yours first. I'll Give start. me your NBA all rookie team. My all rookie team consists of um, Jaden Ivey. Um, I've got McFerrin. I've got Jabari Smith. I've got Kenyon Murray and I've got Paolo Benchero in that order. Okay. So not, we're in gonna have, not in that order, but those are my guys. Is that exactly what you had? And it is. Wow. Nice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The only difference is I have uh, Matherin and not McThurin. Who I'm the sorry. hell it is you were talking about? Yeah. I did say, are you thinking of Bobby McFerrin? The I guy that say, sang that Don't Worry, Be Happy song? Yeah. I did yeah. not mean to say a C. You're right. Yeah. I think uh, he's his evil twin, McFerrin. Dude, he's a dark horse. He was a freaking stud at Arizona. Really good. He's player. really good, man. Yeah. He, he's yeah. really good. And it will help. Uh, if they did do a Heald and Turner deal uh, for yeah. Westbrook or for anybody for that matter. It will help if they decide we want Victor Wimanyama because if they do, Heald's gone, and that's going to open up a hell of a lot of shots right. and usage right. from uh, from McThurin or yeah. Matherin, one of those two guys. Matherin, uh, McThurin, Matherin, McThurin. McMatherin, um, McMatherin. And then I'm assuming we both have the same rookie of the year, I'm guessing. Let's do it. Go ahead. 
You think it's going to be in the same order? I don't think so. You're a lot higher on Jaden Ivey than I am. Okay. All right. Go ahead. So I don't think we are, but I'll you tell me yours. You reveal yours. So I've got, I think Ben is going to win it. I think he's set okay. up to win it statistically. I got Keegan Murray second, and I've got Jaden Ivey third. Okay. That's how high I am on Matherin and his situation. I'm not that high on McThurin, but maybe on Matherin I might. Yeah. McThurin is, is a dark horse. Matherin, you can pencil it in. Uh, so we're real close on rookies, man. So we're, we're, we're close in the prospecting world. Um, and again, I haven't said this, but everybody watching, we want comments. Like I, we want to hear your comments. It ain't easy to go on here and predict 700 things, right? We know 685 are going to be really, really incorrect. Uh, but I promise you I'll focus on the 15 that we do get right. Uh, but we want to get comments. So let us know who your picks are for all these awards and our projected standings and why don't just tell us why we're dumb. Tell us why you think you're right and, and kind of substantiate it like we're trying to do and give some thought to it. Um, you know, it's real easy to say, oh, I think the Lakers are going to win the West. I'm a Lakers fan. Well, that doesn't really move the needle much. It doesn't really help us. Uh, well, it helps us, you know, understand that you don't know much about basketball. We would comment on you. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, that's on you. Uh, okay, so let's do Defensive Player of the Year because this this doesn't really excite me that much either. Um, and it's it's almost a um, reputation award. It's gotten to be that way. I, yeah. You know, like the fact that Marcus Smart won it last year, I know you and I are just not okay with that. Like, I don't think – I've not heard anybody be okay with him winning that award last year. I don't especially know how he got the votes. The especially after what happened in the finals. Like, well, how did he get the votes, Jonathan? I don't understand it. Uh, again, I'm not saying he's not a good defender, you know, all things considered, but – I mean, golly, man, there's a lot of better options out there than him. Anyway, give me uh, – well, let me do mine. We'll do mine yep. first. Yep. Go Bear, again, uh, I think Minnesota is going to take a huge step forward. I think it's going to be easier for him to defend because he's got better teammates and he's got another relatively helpful defender next to him, even though you disagree. Uh, I got Ben Simmons second. Uh, I think this is the, the two people that I think really have a chip on their shoulder this year are Giannis and Ben Simmons. And I think those two guys really are trying to prove something. Ben, not so much in the scoring column. I'm guessing he's going to average about seven. Uh, but he is going to be filthy in the steals blocks category. He's going to be so free to do anything and everything he wants and focus primarily on defense. And a lot of people forget, I think defensive rebounding factors into defensive player of the year. And yep. he's going to get a ton of rebounds uh, for a guard. And so I think that's going to help him. And then Draymond Green, again, like I said, do I think Draymond Green is one of the three best defenders in the NBA? No. I think Giannis is a much better defender. Uh, I think there are, uh, you know, some shot blockers out there that are much better defenders, but it's a reputation award, uh, and I think Draymond's going to sneak his way into the top three. But those are my three in order. I would have put Giannis in there, but I think usually when super megastars win it once, they don't win it again. Did Jordan win it more than once? No. Um, did – any, well, perimeter players just don't win it a lot. And you'll notice my guys are three bigs, if you consider Draymond Green big. I mean, I don't have any perimeter guys. That just doesn't happen very often. So that, that was just a real weird anomaly for Marcus Smart to win it. Uh, who are your three, John? So um, I had Gobert as well because I think he's – I think, you know, there was Gobert fatigue for a couple of years, you know, about it. Uh, but I do think he changes more things in the regular season than probably just about anybody. Um I had Giannis finish second because again, I think okay. he's gonna. I think he's gonna challenge for all of it this year. Uh, yeah. And I have, and you know, I'm a big uh, fan of this dude. I think Evan Mobley is gonna be the third guy. Um, I think that. Speaking uh, of narratives, God have mercy, man. I know. They have anointed this guy. I know. We're gonna see, but I think that Simmons. 
obviously is the most gifted of anybody we've talked about. Okay, from a standpoint defensively. Yeah, no doubt. Okay. Uh, I think people are going to be looking for reasons not to include Draymond in anything this year because of what happened. And Mm. he's just, people are just tired of him. You know, Um, there's no doubt he's one of the greatest team defenders ever. There's no doubt. I mean, you can't argue that. But I don't think he's going to be in this mix. So I didn't have him. Um, so those are my three. Yeah, I had Mobley. All my stuff, Jonathan, ties into win totals. And I I told you I think the Warriors are going to try to win 70 games. And if they win 70 games, that's why I have Kerr and that's why I have Draymond because yeah. they're just going to win award after award. Yeah. Um, you know, so now I did not carry those 70 wins over to my MVP votes, but I won't. we won't <laughs> do that yet. Uh, so we've got MVP left, and then we've got our first, second, and third team All-NBA. Let's do our teams. Let's go. Let's do the teams first. Yeah, go third team first. Third team first. Okay. Third team first, yeah. Let's get your team first. I want yours. I think it's going to be a comeback year for Damian Lillard. I think they're going to suck, but I think he's going to put up big numbers. And I think – and it was a struggle for me because – This uh, is hard. Yeah, it's tough. Okay, but I think I have him. I had Devin Booker. I had LeBron just because I think his numbers are going to be there and everybody's – you're just not going to be able to pick 15 spots without putting LeBron on the team. Um, I have Paul George who – was a struggle for me, but I put him on there because I think he's going to have a nice year coming back. And then I had go go bear as my third team. Center. So we, so, um, Jonathan, we, uh, I had Paul George in my third team, and I think I took him out at the very last second. Let me let me double check. Yeah, I did. Uh, uh, so I've got Steph on third team. Uh, I've got LeBron, like you said, on third team because I don't think he can replicate the stats he did last year. And again, I'm just not super high on the Lakers, even though I don't think they'll be as bad as last year. Right. You must have Anthony. Do you have Anthony Edwards making second? I didn't have it. Okay. Okay. I know I you're high on him. I was just curious. Pushing third team for me, but I didn't yeah. have him. Yeah. Uh, I've got Gobert third as well, um, even if he wins Defensive Player of the Year, because I just don't think he can outpace the two obvious choices at first and right. second. That means Cat, even though he's, I think he's still going to be center eligible, gets left off the All-NBA team completely. And I got yeah. Zion in here on my third team. Um, I, think, I think McCollum and Ingram – their presence will hurt that a little bit this year, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I can see him making it for sure. Yeah, uh, I don't know really any of that because that's that's a good. You know, I have stuff. Uh, I feel differently about stuff in the year, but uh, nonetheless, yeah, yeah. I'm and then tell me who you had. You had Booker and who at the guard? You had another had guard Lillard that I Booker, Damian Lillard. Booker. Yeah, I didn't have Lillard in. It, it's. I mean, dude, you know, I'm a huge Lillard fan, and I do think he's going to have a a marketing type green light. But uh, I didn't. I just. I, you got to pick and choose, man. And I just think team success does matter. And uh, unless your name's LeBron James, of course, let's be clear about that because I do think that the Blazers and the Lakers are what and what. Um, but Steph's going to get into that third team for me. I don't know if Steph's going to get first or second team because of all the reasons we talked about. Um, again, I know my win totals, you know, I think that the Warriors are going to win all these awards. I've got Steph on the third team. It was just a tough call, and you'll see why when I get to, to, to first and second team. But I think Steph's going to sit a lot more than he's ever sat, Jonathan. I just do. I don't, man. I think he looks so good physically. And if indeed they're going to win those, I know. But I, and I know last year he started off really well too, but if those win totals that you're talking about happen, then dude, he's got to be first. Yeah, team. you're you're not going to. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe I'm hedging my bets then. So yeah. maybe they don't have the win totals, and this is where he falls. But you're right. Like if they win seventy games, somebody on their team's got to be first or second team. And he's probably <laughs> got to be in the MVP head high in the MVP conversation. Yeah, maybe. Uh, okay, second team. I'll give you mine. Go ahead. 
This is the surprise. This is the surprise. This is assuming he plays basketball this year on a round planet uh, and, and is okay with that. Yeah. I got Kawhi in there as a surprise too. Uh, and then I've got Tatum, Morant, and Jokic. Um, thoughts? I'll tell you, I've got I've got Morant, Tatum, and Kawhi on my second team as well. Okay. Um, I have Embiid. Which means you have Embiid, right? I have Embiid. And I also have James Harden because I think he's going to have a statistically a stellar year. I really do. I think he's going to be 25 and 10 this year. You know, so I think he's going to be second team. So, yeah, we're close, though. I mean, we've got like three on each team the same. I, I got Harden on first team, Jonathan. That's how big a year I think he's going to have. I can see it. I, I really could. That means you think, oh, you have Embiid. You have – well, but then, you again, you had Philly second in the East. Is that right, overall? No, you had Brooklyn uh -huh. second. I, I don't – yeah, I think I had him uh, – you had, you had Philly third. Yeah, yeah, I had Philly fourth. And you have both of those guys on first team. Wow. I do. I do. I'm not as high on the Nuggets uh, out west as, as you are. I, I got the Nuggets right there in the middle two, four, fifth, six, yeah. I could see. Um, huh. Just the first team. Go back. Let me see your first team. I want to look at it one more time. Okay, so you got – Where'd I go? You got Embiid, Giannis. I mean, shoot, those – Giannis Doncic Durant were on the same page. Pretty good. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I had Luca, Durant, Giannis, Jokic, and I had Steph on my first team. Because I think they are going to win 60 games. And I think I, I could be convinced to do that just because I think it's inevitable they're going to win 65. Right. Uh, I think 70 would be a stretch. You're right. I, I probably have Steph too low. Um even if I have one warrior on there and he's on third team. I know. Is, you know, so yeah. Well, you can't put any other warrior on there. No, I know that, but I'm saying he's the only warrior you could put on anything, right? Yeah. Um, which is crazy to say because they're so damn deep and good, you know. Um, oh, wait, you I mean, look, this is tough. You know, Lillard could be second team. Oh yeah, he could. But you, well, they're going to be so bad though. I think it's going to be Jalen Brown could be third team. Could be that was Paul a George could be third team. Dude, this and is miserable. Booker could be on the third team. You know, there's yeah. a, it's this is tough. Yeah, it is. Marketing. Yeah. McThurin. McThurin could slip in there for sure. Now, if you got a McMarkinen, now what are we talking about? We're talking about an Irish dude from Finland. <laughs> Stroke it from three, dunk everything, McMatherin. McMarkinen. That's, that's going to be the name of the next player we create on NBA 2K. Yeah, that'd be good. Okay. Um, I'm a guess, though, that we are on the same page MVP-wise, and we may even have the same rank. I doubt it. I Let's doubt it. We, we're rarely on the same page. Let's see what you got. You want to see what I, I want to see what you got first. Okay. Well, I had Giannis winning it. Um, I have Luca second, and I think Durant's going to play enough games to finish third. Giannis, Luca, and Durant. Yep. Hmm. See, I think Harden is going to kill Embiid's chances this year. Hmm. I really do. Um, Durant second. That's nice. Where's Luca? Luca, you have Luca. Second is scoring and first in assists, and I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I also have him sixth or seventh in the West, dude. Sixth. sixth. Dude. Okay, well, sixth. I mean, that's different. I don't know. I don't there's just been so much buildup, Jonathan, about Joel Embiid, MVP, Joel Embiid, MVP. And it's like burned into these voters' minds. Like, God, I can't believe we haven't given Joel Embiid of MVP. We've given to the same two guys for four straight years. Somebody new needs it. And I just don't think Doncic's team is going to be good enough. I mean, I think it could flame oh. out really bad, dude. 
I mean, it could be really bad. Those guys suck around him. I'm sorry. They suck. He's going to lead. And I know he did it. He did it with them last year, and we expect him to be better. So I know conventional wisdom says, well, they suck last year, Brian. Why would they suck worse this year? And then I don't know. I I just, I don't feel it. I just feel those guys just aren't any good. Here's my complete speculative prediction. Okay. I think at some point, the Sixers aren't going to be what everybody thought that they were going to be because for some reason, there's so many people that have them coming out of the East, even though you're banking on two guys who are not the most even-keeled dudes ever and not the most reliable guys ever, okay? Although Embiid has become close to that. Yeah. And I think there's going to be some some head knocking, and I think Doc Rivers is going to piss some people off. I just think it's a, it's a bad mix, man. And so you take – and be if at any point in time during the year he starts pouting, he's out of the race. It's over. Yeah. Okay. But I think we'll agree on this. If Philly finishes first in the East, he's not it's over. Win it. He's a lock. Unanimous. Like, it's over. Yes. It's a lock because of what you just said a little while ago. Because he finished second like three years ago. Yeah. Yep. So. <clears throat> Doncic has to have a Russell Westbrook type statistical anomaly season. Points and assists might be enough. Uh, it might be. Um, but, you know, second in points, third in assists, third in points, third in assists. It's not enough, man. Russ's team finished eighth year he won MVP. Now, granted, he did the triple-double thing for the first time ever. Unprecedented, right? In a long time, yeah. And then so, how did he do the next two years when he also averaged a triple-double? I didn't finish anywhere close, yeah. He right. wasn't anywhere close. So it's right. it's shock factor. It's shock and awe. Doncic has to be straight-up shock and awe. Which is what Jokic was, right? Jokic's PER was one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time, since the merger for sure. And I think Doncic has to do something like that, and I just don't know. I think he could lead the league in points and assists, and they could still finish sixth. Yeah. We do agree, Giannis is – it's – Sherman's march to Atlanta is what it is. I mean, it's going to be rough. We – Sherman's march to the sea, I think you're talking about. Is that what it was, from Atlanta? From Atlanta to the sea. But, yes, he is looking to rape and pillage. Not rape and pillage. That's a bad word. How about just pillage? Yeah, he's just looking to pillage and destroy everything in his path on his way to every award that there is except for the three-point title and the free-throw percentage award. So um, that's our list, guys. Let us know what you think. Uh, These videos are always fun. We're always looking for new topics. If you guys uh, have anything that you want us to talk about, just let us know for sure. Um, As long as it's basketball-related, we're good to go. We can click record and talk about anything basketball-related. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed the first week of the NBA season. Like I said, it's tough to go out on a limb and throw stuff out here. There's lots – it cuts both ways. It cuts all sorts of different directions, and there's all sorts of – unpredictable, you know, things that can happen in the NBA season. But this is our best guess. If we had to throw money, I don't sports gamble. I know you don't gamble. I hate losing. So, of course, we can't gamble. Uh, So uh, let us know what you think, guys, in the comments below. I always appreciate you guys watching. Make sure you're subscribed to the Luca Nation Network where you're watching this video today. And make sure you're subscribed to my Cajun Cardboard channel. Lots of basketball content, fantasy basketball, real NBA basketball, basketball card collecting, Basketball video games, you never know what you're going to get. Go check the playlist and go find whatever your niche is in the basketball world, and you'll find it on Cajun Cardboard and on the Luka Nation Network. There they are. When you see that pinky on the right of your screen, you know it's over. It's ML Car waving the towel. It's Red Auerbach smoking the cigar. The video's over. Thank you guys for watching. Anything to say, Jonathan? All good. Great time as always. We'll see you in a week. Cool. Sounds good. Thanks, guys.
keep collecting, stay positive in the hobby, and peace.